Hey, y'all, thank you for joining us today on Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. My name is Parker Thomaston, and I'm so honored and delighted to have this opportunity to share my heart with you today. So the topic of choice today is called Come Magnify the Lord with Me. And I want to begin by just quoting a scripture. This is found in Psalms 34 verses 1 through 4. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. For me, it's it's not only an attempt to silence the inferior voices of influence, as it's been an attempt to amplify the superior voice of influence in my life. Um, I, I remember hearing for the first time that, you know, the testimony of Yeshua was the gift of prophecy. However, our testimonies are not what Yahweh has delivered us out of, but what He has delivered us into. For a, a majority of my life, I spent so much of my time trying not to do the wrong thing. And and I can confidently tell you that where things have changed for me and where my hope has been restored, where my joy has been fulfilled, has been in realizing that it's not... Um, it's not necessarily an attempt to silence those voices of the wrong things, but it's just to be able to focus on the right thing. Whenever I allow myself to set my gaze and my attention on the heart of Yahweh on His face, I'm telling you that, that I don't ever even have to consider um, struggles of things that, that I may be trying to overcome or or deal with in my life. And, and I'm not just talking about sin, I'm talking about distractions. Um, of, of things that may try to steal your hope and steal your joy and remind you that those things may not be possible when in fact we know they are, but the the world around us is a result of the world within us. Uh, I've heard it said many times, and, and I'm telling you that is so true. What we allow ourselves to behold is what we produce. Now, I want to I want to begin by saying that I truly believe that we will never receive the grace to manifest what Yahweh has placed within you and I until we receive the identification of who we are called to be. This is is such a true statement because Yahweh has created us with an intention and a specific purpose in mind. And so he has gifted us with things that allow us to express his goodness through our lives. So, what does it look like once we allow ourselves to bless the Lord at all times and His praise to continually be in our mouth and our soul to make boast and the humble, it, it allows them to hear it and be glad. But then in Psalm 34, it says again, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. What does that look like to magnify the Lord? Well, I want to begin by saying that 
I also teach it at Legacy Learning. We have an incredible um, online curriculum that is Christ-centered that we offer to students worldwide. And uh, I am so grateful that many of you listeners have um, students that are a part of this program, and we're so honored um, that you entrust us with that. But, But what I'm saying about magnification is we have science projects to where we'll take a little drop of water or a little piece of fiber, and we put it under a magnifying glass or we put it under a microscope and it allows us to see the makeup of what is there. It makes everything that we can visualize um, from a distance so much closer. And I remember hearing Apostle Damon Thompson is a friend of mine that pastors a church in South Carolina. And he said that magnification does not necessarily make something bigger, but it makes it bigger to us. Now, the, the danger in the beauty of magnification is that it doesn't only make things bigger, but it also makes things clearer. So I believe that as we allow things to be magnified in our lives, we're able to identify them more often and clearer. Uh, You know, we're able to identify them rightly, if you will. Um, This is also a reminder of what we choose to magnify in our lives. So I want you to keep Psalm chapter 34 in mind. I encourage you to go back and read that because what you allow yourself to focus on is what you are going to begin to produce in your life. Now, this word magnify in Hebrew is gadol. It's made up of gimel, dalet, and lamed. And this word originally shows up in Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, and it says, "...and I will make of thee a great nation." And I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, this is where Yahweh blesses Abram, and, and he promises his greatness. He and, and I personally believe that Yahweh's intention then remains the same, and that intention is to make of thee a great nation and bless thee and make thy name great and allow us to be a blessing. Now, you'll notice that the word for magnify is the same word, great. Now what is stored in the treasuries of heaven is made available through the door, Yeshua, as we learn who we are and who Yahweh is. That is what I believe this word gadol means. Now in Matthew chapter 18 verses 1 through 5, um, I've been meditating on this scripture a lot lately, but it says this starting in verse 1. At that same time the disciples came unto Yeshua saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And Yeshua called a little child unto him, and he set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say to you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receives me. Now, I've kind of jokingly said, that I believe the disciples were looking for a little affirmation here. Uh, I believe that they were asking, you know, Master, who is the, the the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And hoping that he would point out John or Peter, or, you know, one of the disciples here. But the greatest ones, 
the greatest? Do you realize that you are the greatest? Now, why would Yeshua call a child unto himself and then set him in the midst? And and I imagine the positioning being that the child would not only be seated, but also to be put on display. Now, the first thing that I find fascinating is that the child would hear Yeshua, then respond to his call. Oftentimes, I hear mature sons and daughters asking Yahweh to use them, but they're too busy to respond to his call. Now, when I call for my sons, they come because they recognize my voice. And it doesn't matter what they're involved with or who they're involved with. It And, and I hope that the same can be said for you and I. The, the second thing that ministers to me is the trust that children um, express wholeheartedly. Now, recently we were at a birthday party and my youngest son, Easy, was running around and, and playing and I called him and he came running to him, me immediately. Now, when he got to me, he had his arms spread out and so I picked him up, I threw him up in the air and I caught him and he just smiled and started laughing and he wanted to do it again and again. Now, this would be incredibly awkward if even possible as adults, but it's the fact that Easy was completely at peace in the midst of what could be a frightening adventure because he trusted in his daddy. Now, what does it look like when we allow ourselves to express that same trust in Yahweh and what He desires to do, not only through us or with us, but for us? Now, now it says that Yeshua called a little child and set him in the midst of them. So there were many that were allowed to, to look around and to be able to perceive this child, but there was one that was allowed to be seated by Yeshua and in Yeshua. And I believe that that this is the thing, that there are many people who observe Yeshua. They they are able to, to recognize His characteristics and His qualities and attributes and all of these different things. But there is such a greater level of relationship when the Father invites us to come and be seated with Him. And there's an even greater invitation that takes place in John chapter 17 when Yeshua invites us to come abide in Him. Father, I pray that they would know that I am in You, and You are in me, and we are in them, and they are in us. There is an inseparable relationship here of an invitation where Yeshua desires for us to know what our intended position is. Now, now, when you see this, I'm telling you, I, I, I just hope that, that I'm able to express the importance of our position, because where we are positioned is also... Um, directly in relation to what we allow ourselves to see and to recognize. And this is such a big deal. But it says, Whoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now, please don't get me wrong on this. I'm not saying that we are designed to remain in a place of immaturity. I'm just saying there are things that children believe that somewhere along the line we've allowed ourselves to not believe. Can can you remember a time 
when we were so confident that we would ask anyone anything. Man, I remember some of the silliest questions that I used to ask my parents growing up, and it wasn't that I was trying to challenge the answer or or challenge their understanding of it. It was simply the fact that I was passionate to know more. I wanted to know the answer. I wanted to understand these things. But there are also things that I that I carry then that I don't carry now. And one of those big things that Yahweh has pinpointed for me is trust. And in in this trust, at some point in my life, I begin to allow, whether it be from disappointment, from failure, I allowed fear and insecurity to replace that trust. I allowed that doubt and that unbelief. And, And I'm just being transparent with you because Yahweh is redeeming and restoring that in my life. And I'm telling you that what has changed for me has not been the fact that I received a great revelation that's encouraged me to trust the Father more. No, it is directly from relationship. I am beginning to be overwhelmed and undone by the wonders of Almighty Yahweh. I am beginning to see His goodness in ways that I never could have experienced. And I believe that this is what He's asking us to do as children, is to allow ourselves to, number one, hear His voice in the middle of what we have going on. Number two, to respond to that. And as we respond to that and we're seated with Him, then we are able to receive of His goodness. We're able to trust in Him. Now, the last thing to me here is is probably the most important. And, And it's not only the trust, but it's also... This truth, have you ever noticed that kids really have no problem believing what you tell them? Uh, I know I like to trick my kids a lot and, and play jokes on them. You know, but there are there are things that that I tell them that they <laughs> unfortunately, and it's also a benefit. It, you know, not to be taken advantage of. I know I'm I'm kind of like discrediting myself here, um, but they're so gullible. Like they believe what we tell them to believe, and that's great to a degree because there are things of the spirit and of the kingdom of Yahweh um, that they are meant to believe wholeheartedly, and I want to believe wholeheartedly. But but my boys. Excuse me, they have no problem believing what I tell them to do. Like if I call Eber the Flash, my my um, second oldest uh, son, if I call him the Flash, man, let me tell you, he's gonna he's gonna show you how fast he can run. He's gonna run around the building. He's gonna run around the room as quickly as possible. But if you call him Superman, he's gonna show you how strong he is. If you call him Batman, he'll show you how deep his voice is. You know, I mean, these are things that they have no problem expressing the identification that we've given them. And that is such a key component to our relationship with Yahweh is that we never have an issue expressing who he has called us to be. Now, the learning opportunity that I have in this is to believe, to truly believe who we are called to be. Almighty Yahweh is full of mercy and grace, and He desires for us to not only be great 
to gadol or to magnify him, but but also to be made great and to express the greatness that he has called for us. So family, I encourage you today, um, if you're in a position to where um, you are not able to trust Yahweh completely or you're in a position to where you just need to be overcome by his goodness, it is very simple to do. His goodness is what qualifies himself to be great. And, And all we have to do is to magnify him like it says here in Psalm 34. I'll finish with this. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in you, Yahweh. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Let that be said of us today, family. We love you. Thank you for your engagement and we'll see you next time.